There we My go. mom made this. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. Nice. There we go. That is one. My mom okay. will be very happy yeah. to see this. It looks good. Dude, it looks good, Corey. You look like you're going to tailgate. <laughs> <laughs> My mom it's, tried it... to make it in shark's colors, but it ended up a little more like oilers. Yeah. So I'm okay with that, but sure. uh, my mom fucked up, basically. <laughs> that's, that's what I ended up with. That's all right. You've still got the look like um, anybody can pull into a, a Tim Hortons parking lot and find you yeah. there. So this is, not a, this is not a cap. This is a toque yeah. right now. <laughs> it's a toque. <laughs> oh, hey there, Corey. Hey. Hey, you getting a cruller, Corey? Huh? Yeah? <laughs> <laughs> Are we gonna go uh, go watch the Jets and the Sins, huh, Corey? Are we gonna you got <laughs> Oh, that was a weak Canadian, but you know what? Aren't they all boom! Sing! Eat it, Canada! Oh my god! Wow. Oh my god! You didn't tell me there was gonna be murders on this stream! Holy shit! Stop, silly fucking Canucks! Hot damn! Wow. Roughly 24 to 92 hours ago, Stab's team of comedy scientists commissioned three specific humorists to give various potentially comedic takes on several random topics, which they will now perform for the first and likely last time in front of a live studio audience in a show called. Stab. This is the Stab Show. Welcome to it. Let's meet tonight's panelists. Our first panelist wistfully remembers a time when you could just punch a can of clam chowder without it being all political. He's a co-host of 6 O'Clock Dad Rock Talk. It's Corey Berenger. Our second panelist makes balloon sculptures of slightly smaller balloons. He's a hilarious writer, improviser, and performer. It's Eric Barger. And our third panelist can take the sunshine, sprinkle it with dew, and then just sit there and watch it writhe in agony. She's the host of A Cry for Yelp and the Summer Camp Show. It's Alyssa Cowan. And I'm your host, Jesse Jones, the flavor you've always loved with just a hint of something new and exciting. Good evening, everybody. Thank you for joining us from wherever you are. Lockdown resumes in less than four hours here in Sacramento. So let's do this thing. <laughs> Let's do this thing. Get to know tonight's panelists a little bit uh, while you've still got some good hoarding time left. Uh, <laughs> Corey, hey there. How are you? I'm doing well, thank you. Good, uh, good. Yeah, I'm uh, feeling nice and full from a, a quickly gorged dinner between shows. We, sure. we finished 6 o'clock Dad Rock Talk tonight, and then mm -hmm. no, I, I crammed to try to finish some of this nonsense and uh, yeah, feeling yeah. good about it. Yeah. <laughs> Nonsense is always a high compliment for the show. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so uh, you, I mean, we've covered it. You, you come on enough that we've covered um, 6 o'clock Dad Rock Talk, but let's act like this is somebody's first experience. Because it could be. They dropped you don't in. know. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I, I host the show with Court Hansen, and we, uh, we, we talk about Dad Rock. Uh, sometimes we have a guest um they, they've been some fairly high profile ones recently we had uh the founding bassist of the birds we had chris hillman on that was a lot of fun yeah uh and tonight we just had um a uh fantastic photographer um jay uh, was it wait 
Wakesburg? I feel horrible that I just Ooh. forgot his last name. Hold on. I think I can pull it, it up went, real quick. It was quick. something with a bird. Blakesburg. Um, Blakesburg. Blakesburg. That's what it is. Um, yeah, I, I pretty much went from work to the show. <laughs> so, like, my brain is not all there. Uh, but, yeah, that was a lot of fun. The yeah. dude has been involved with just literal legends of, of rock. I mean, yeah. going down his whole credits, like, he, he did the, the photos for uh, Santana's uh, Supernatural album. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's the one that features Smooth. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> and like so many others, like a bunch of Primus, lots of Grateful Dead. Yeah. Yeah, cool guy. So that's the kind of stuff we do on the show, and we have fun with it. Yeah. And that's Thursdays at 6 p.m. here on Stab Comedy Theater TV. Hey, yep. why not check out stabcomedytheater.com for the full calendar of events? <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. Uh... And sweet merchandise. Don't forget that oh, sweet merchandise. Yeah. My hoodie's over there, otherwise I'd model it for you. I like to be cold when I do the show. Makes uh, <laughs> you funny. Yeah. Thanks for joining us again, Eric. Uh, uh, Corey, thank you. I'm sorry, I was getting yeah. I was getting to Eric. Eric Barger, holy holy cows. Holy cows. Uh, hey there. Hello. Welcome, sir. Thank you. Been this a, is my first time doing stab. It I'm is. Very excited. <laughs> We're happy to have you. Haven't seen Eric in a good long while, especially uh, folk here in Sacramento. Remember Eric Barger? Um, you, you guys went down to L.A. how many years ago now? Uh, four years ago. Yeah. Just before Trump got elected. Yeah, that was a perfect, perfect time. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, when is there ever a good time to go to L.A.? Frankly, there there isn't. There's never a good time. <laughs> Honestly, I mean, I'll say... I'll say um, if you get into like the if you find the right place in L.A., everybody thinks L.A. is like disgusting or too bougie. But there's actually a lot of normal people here. Yeah, <laughs> there are there. I mean, mostly most of the normal people are floundering because they're not egomaniacs who think that uh, they belong there and they've been called for some higher purpose. Uh, <laughs> most of the, the regular person shots. <laughs> Fired. Pew, pew, pew. Hey, I was I was down there for six years myself. It's a terrible, soulless place, except for the cool people. <laughs> no. Well, happy to be here. <laughs> no, there's a lot of good people there. It's a lot of fun. Um, it's just an industry town. Uh, it's like I, I've I've seen I've heard it uh, accurately compared to like like uh, Pittsburgh. It's that's a steel. It's 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 an industry town. It's very specifically built for a one very specific <laughs> industry, and so that's what people are. They're they're mining the ore of ego, in <laughs> in Hollywood. So poetic. <laughs> and in Pittsburgh, they're looking for stardom in steel. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so many reality show pitches out in the pit. Uh, <laughs> Thanks for joining. Is that what us. they call it? Uh, I mean, do I'm they sure call some, it the pit? I'm sure some do. I don't have a okay. lot of Pittsburgh. Or, it's like an I didn't know if that was just like a thing that like people from outside think they call it that. Like whenever you meet some from someone from Atlanta and you're like, "Who's in Atlanta?" and they're like, "Get the fuck out of my face." <laughs> Wondered if it was like one of those. Yeah, probably the same way that everybody uh, in the Bay loves to hear it called San Fran. 
Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know anybody who calls it that. Exactly. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> or like, I, I don't think people don't normally call it Frisco either. No, if no. someone calls it Frisco, I'm immediately suspicious. That's fair. <laughs> what are you saying? Well, thank you, Eric. We've already moved over to Alyssa, but let's finish talking. Thank you, Eric. Hey, Alyssa. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Welcome Just back. bantering on the show. That's how we do. <laughs> it's loosey-goosey. Uh, <laughs> thanks for joining us again, Alyssa. Yeah. Um, you've got all sorts of fun stuff going all the time, and you keep threatening me with more. Uh, in uh, <laughs> next, Not this weekend, next weekend. Uh, is a, a camp Christmas show? We got something lined up there? Well, we are having a summer camp show. There will be Christmas <laughs> and holiday things in it. Yeah. I don't know if that it's necessarily a Christmas show. Sure. So if you don't celebrate it, you're welcome to come <laughs> to the show. Everyone's welcome. It's, we're, it's also very loosey-goosey. Yeah. So, Alyssa, very... why do you hate Christ? <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't really... <laughs> So let's get, just get to it. When did that happen? <laughs> Killed my dad. <laughs> Bob Christ, the guy who owned the car dealership down the street, yeah. murdered my dad with a knife. So I hate Christ. <laughs> Sorry, y'all. Ain't got no time for that. <laughs> what, what kind of cars does he sell? Chrysler? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and Dodge. Because it's the same same manufacturer <laughs> and he he ran Alyssa's dad over with a dodge just to be ironic <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> real bad rivalry there yeah real bad well thanks Alyssa how about we all get out of our own way <laughs> <laughs> Let's start with segment one, mostly because it's at the top of my page. I've used that one. I hate myself. Segment one, <laughs> reorganization. Take the following acronym and reimagine it. Who or what might it now represent? Yes, 820 is the traditional start of the show. How about you settle down? Um, <laughs> uh, so... <laughs> when searching for acronyms for your for reorganization, the two biggest employers of abbreviating things are NASA and text messaging. I just thought you'd like to know that. Tonight brings us another from the world of texting. This one being IBG, YBG, or I'll be gone, you'll be gone. I've never heard that used, but I've, I found it somewhere. Um, oh, I should stop stepping on my own things. Uh, how often is this used that it requires a recognized acronym? Who knows? I just searched the internet for nonsense, not answers. So, instead of trying to figure out the whys of things, how about you just give me who or what else IBG, YBG might stand for or represent to you. Corey Berenger, your IBG, YBG. So... As my wife can attest, I'm a pretty big fan of Canadian pop rock band Bare Naked Ladies. Sure. Sometimes a song of theirs will come on in the car and she'll skip it, and then I get very upset, and it is very real. <laughs> so you can imagine how thrilled I was to come across a never before heard demo of their first attempt at children's music. Because of some legal nonsense, I can't play the whole thing here, but I can sing a little snippet for you, so here goes. It's been green, yellow, blue, and gray. As you can tell, it's a little rough. And it's not totally clear what they were really going for. 
I'm not sure precisely what had been all those colors, and the rest of the lyrics do very little to elaborate on it. The more I listen to it, I get the distinct impression that they believed all they had to do was add colors to a hit they already wrote, and that would somehow make it a children's record. Well, But you know what? It's still 100% B&L, and I am here for it. <laughs> Thank you, Corey Berenger. Uh, IBG. YBG. Um, it reminds me of I bar I, bar, I bothered Cameron and Alyssa a couple days ago with a weird cover of the uh, Owl City's uh, Fireflies. Uh, that was just them ripping off their own tune to make a Christmas song. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> so it's still the same tune to Fireflies, but it's all Christmassy, and it blew my mind. <laughs> I'm so. big mad that about how funny the bare naked lady thing is. <laughs> big mad at how funny that is. Don't worry, I'm I'm gonna set the bar nice and low for you. <laughs> it's been <laughs> green, yellow, blue, and green. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, Corey. Uh, Eric, I'm sure you'll be fine. We, all right. We all believe in you. Uh, Eric Barger, right. what is your IBGYBG? All right. IBGYBG stands for If Ben Goes, You Better Go. <laughs> now, now, obviously, we all know Ben. He's the coolest, okay? <laughs> and if Ben goes, you better go. For instance, there's a party tonight, and you're not sure you're going to attend. But Ben, the cool kid who can drink a gallon of milk in eight seconds, might show up. Your friend might text you, IBG, YBG. Your high school football game is having a, or a <laughs> your high school football team is having a big game tonight against your rivals. You have to study for a big test. But Ben, the cool kid who made his own fidget spinner out of the school's compost, <laughs> might show up. IBG, YBG. You're in the middle of class feeling like you have to poo. Ben, the cool kid who's really open about his uncontrollable IBS, stands up clutching his pants and sprints out of class. Well, in this case, that's a BWS YGG. Ben went, so you gotta go. IBG, YBG. If Ben goes, you better go. <laughs> Thank you, Eric. Uh, just sound advice. Yep. If, ben, if Ben's going to be there, it's probably going to slap. <laughs> Go to where Ben is. <laughs> Thank you, you Eric. You got to chase down Ben. You got to. Like, if you see Ben running, you run too. I mean, it's just it's just sound advice. If you see anybody running, you should probably also run. But if Ben's running, <laughs> it's probably yeah, to the that's... bookmobile. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Eric. Uh, welcome to the show. Uh, <laughs> Alyssa. Uh, right. Let's, let's hear the, the IBG, YBG that you're really super stoked to deliver to us. <laughs> hey, yeah, thanks. Um, yeah, thanks. <laughs> so, hey. Thanks for coming with me on the edition of Ghost Hunters based in Cooter's Bog in Louisiana. We're out here trying to find all the ghosts in the wetlands. Who died here? 
Who were they? Why'd they do that? What's a bog, really? <laughs> if nothing is considered a bog, then isn't everything considered a bog? Anyway, so back to Cooter. We're out here hunting ghosts, checking under rocks where they hide sometimes, keeping our ears peeled to see if we hear noises. <laughs> and what is the point of finding the ghosts? To help relay messages to their loved ones? To help them make peace with their time on Earth? No, no, absolutely not. We didn't get into this business to help people. We're in the goddamn bog right now, dude. We are not doing this out of altruism. We got into the ghost hunting for the fame and the glory. And that's why I point to the sign that's taped up in our ghost hunting van. IBG, YBG. If bog ghosts, you brag greatly. I'm telling everyone about the ghosts we talk to at Cooter's Bog. I'm telling TV. I'm telling social media. I'm going to write a guest post on the Cooter's Bog blog. This is our time to shine. Now get back out there into Cooter Bog and look for more ghosts. <laughs> Alyssa Cowan. Uh, it just seems like uh, a missed opportunity. Why Why would the Cooter's Bog blog just... It's the Cooter's blog. I mean, we get it. Why... Uh, guy, come on. Hey, man. I don't go to people's homes and tell them how to run their own blogs. I would never tell the Cooter's Bog people that they should call it Cooter's blog. It's right That's there. That's rude. It's just, I mean... Ugh, somebody should have said something. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Alyssa. Uh, Cooter's blog. <laughs> Sorry. It's going to bother me all night. Um, segment two, bootleg it. This worked the first time. We're going to give it a second try because that's how you know if it really works. Uh, <laughs> it's bootlegging it. If something already works, why kill yourself trying to reinvent the wheel? Why not just change one note or a bandana color or something else that will cover your ass with protective creative license enough to survive a lawsuit and bootleg it? So... Take these world-renowned, successful properties, and give us the one dollar, and give us give us one dollar store flea market bargain bin knockoff counterfeit or bootleg version of each of them. I realize that sentence is very confusing, and I wish I'd realized that two days ago. But uh, <laughs> we've got three properties. You guys are each going to give me one bootleg knockoff something for each of them. Um, you know what? Let's. I, I don't know how we did this last time. The the three properties will be Pokemon, Care Bears, and Star Trek. So we're gonna start Pokemon, Care Bears, Star Trek. Uh, Corey, give yes. us your knockoff Pokemans. Okay. So for Pokemon, which as we all know is short for Pocket Monsters, hmm? I found a bootleg called Crotch Critters. <laughs> it's actually sort of a crossover <laughs> card series since the Crotch Crits live in the pubes of garbage pail kids oh oh man i would collect the shit out of that <laughs> uh you guys someday i'll show you my garbage pail kids collection <laughs> you will be very sad uh, <laughs> uh, i love it so much uh thank you <laughs> crotch crits uh eric yes let's hear your knockoff pokemon all right. So, if you love Pokemon, then you're going to love our new animated series coming soon to Go90 called Little Guys, featuring Little Squirty, the water tortoise, 
little fire guy, the fire lizard, and bulbous sore. And if you don't mind, I actually came across the brand new theme song for the hit <laughs> hit bootleg series, Little Guys. Little Guys. All right. I want to be really good like no one ever has been. And if you think someone has been as good as I will be, I promise that they haven't. I will travel pretty far, searching with my binoculars, looking for little guys, because they are so spectacular. Little guys, it's you and me. Oh, I fucked up the chords. Little guys, it's you and me. I know it's my fate. Little guys, oh, you're my good friend, but you are not my best friend. Little guys, let's make it clear. We're friends, but we're not best friends. Because my best friend, his name's Armand. Little guys, you will never come between me and Armand. Little guys. <laughs> it's so... It's so important to set boundaries with little guys. Oh. <laughs> I mean, we're friends. We're friends. We're good friends. We're real good friends. You won't be an emergency contact, little guys. <laughs> I, got, I mean, that's, we all know it's going to our mom. <laughs> Thank you, Eric. Uh, Alyssa, hey, what's, what's your that? song? For <laughs> I don't have a song, but I can play ska from a soundboard. <laughs> Would that help? <laughs> These guys think it's great. <laughs> All right, what's your knockoff Pokemon? And if, if ska helps, I'm always there for it. <laughs> uh, my knockoff Pokemon is Digimon! <laughs> Just, just kidding. I actually, I actually did write a thing though. I just I'm so to... glad we came up with the same joke though, because I was seriously considering doing exactly what you did. I was like, if I'm gonna, if I'm gonna, if I'm gonna hack it up in here, if I'm gonna be a dumb hack in here, I'm gonna at least provide another joke over ska music. Tell me if the mix is good. <laughs> is this okay? I don't want to do that. That's okay. Right. <laughs> that's for the after party <laughs> uh i call i called mine uh tiny stirs which is actually short for tiny monsters because these monsters these are monsters that are already in your home crawling through your stuff and they fit in a pokeball that's right this is a show about capturing spiders and keeping them <laughs> wait wait uh these guys, these guys are here for it. <laughs> so good to have your own laugh track. That's <laughs> yeah, oh, right. it's great. <laughs> It'd be better if I actually did like a legitimate one with my computer and not holding my phone up to a microphone. Well, you have made me miss letter talk again. So, <clears throat> <laughs> all right, coming back around, second round of knockoffs. What's your knockoff, Care Bears, Corey? Okay, so this one's international. Mm -hmm. uh, it's a French New Wave cartoon called Apathetique, which translates to Apathy Tigers. <laughs> it's pretty much exactly what it sounds like. They're big cats, and they don't give a shit about anything. 
<laughs> they sound cool. Yeah. Oh, they are. And they chain smoke. Man, they sound like Ben. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man. I would watch I would watch Apathy Tigers twenty two minutes at a time. I would <laughs> just give me three seasons and then disappear. But we well, still got those three those weird three seasons. Uh, Eric, your knockoff Care Bears. All right. Well, if you like Care Bears, <laughs> then you're going to love the new toy. Coming, uh, uh, that's the, never mind. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's the tagline. Uh, if you like Care Bears, then you're going to love the new hot toy, Ventricle Mammals. The, <laughs> the only stuffed animal with an human heart on the chest. Wind it up and watch it beat. But careful, if you don't wind it regularly, your mammal won't receive proper blood flow to his organs and he'll collapse. Ventricle mammals, coming soon to burn wards across America. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> it's just those those <laughs> digipets that you just have to re really... I forgot <laughs> what they were called all of a sudden. Uh... <laughs> The Tamagotchi. Tamag it's just those. Tam it's a Tamagotchi that could die in front of you. You can't. <laughs> <laughs> I had a Tamagotchi when I was a kid of Buzz or of Toy Story. Yeah. And so, like, you had to watch like your favorite Toy Story characters like die. <laughs> psychotic. Teach you a lesson about responsibility. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but this yeah. one you have to hand crank, or it will gasp. <laughs> <laughs> die gasping in front of you oh, that's terrible so sad. <laughs> all right uh Alyssa, your knockoff care bears this is a this is a dvd i found at a gas station it's sure. called the smile boys <laughs> and uh it's a show following real life bears that were painted different colors <laughs> and uh, it got canceled because too many people got eaten during the painting process <laughs> so. but there is one dvd of it <laughs> sure yeah <laughs> Cancelled in pre-production. That's tough. Yeah, yeah. But still somehow released. It's very interesting. Yeah. Loves has everything. This is an advertisement for Loves Truck Stops. Go to them. <laughs> TNA rest stops. We've got everyone. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And finally, our last bootlegs. Uh, give us your bootleg Star Trek, Corey. Okay. So kids love a mashup, right? Sure. And the only thing they love more than a mashup is unlicensed merchant merchandise of a mashup. Yeah. So this is a t-shirt featuring everyone's favorite Scottish ogre on the bridge of the Enterprise <laughs> with big stupid font that reads Star Shrek. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Alyssa to T public now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on it, boss. <laughs> <laughs> Let me open up Adobe We're Illustrator. Goodbye, everyone. <laughs> Written money with Star Shrek. <laughs> you know, I'm like 30% sure that exists. <laughs> I hope so. I didn't Google it on purpose because I didn't even want to have a yeah. reason to have to come up with a new bit. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> I was like, I'm just going to pretend it's my thought. <laughs> it just feels right. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those things i don't know if anybody else has this like i'll say something and then 
five minutes later, I'll think, has that always been a thing, that thing that I just said? Because <laughs> that sounds like something that I remember from, yeah, Star Trek. And a lot and, of times, probably yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's all that subconscious. Uh, 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 Eric, your bootleg Star Treks. All right. Well, if you like Star Trek, then you're going to love the new hot series, Space Go-Getters. <laughs> <laughs> Starring once uh, American Idol contestant Kelly Pickler as Captain Kelly Picklard. <laughs> Starring Gronk as the hyper-intelligent alien Spunk. And and introducing Leo Kelly, known on Instagram as the Shirley Temple King, as Little Mikey the Ninja. Space Go-Getters, coming some Go-90. <laughs> now I, I'm at a... I'm almost going to stop down the show to search Go-90. I don't know what I'm... I don't know the reference that I'm missing. <laughs> Go 90 is, uh, I believe, now extinct. Oh. Um, um, Get me all excited about it. Boo. <laughs> <laughs> like, um, very. Set us up for misery. <laughs> like, basically, just uh, like a really worse Netflix before oh, Netflix. Okay. Um, so that's what it was. All right. So, so it's very much along my obsession with Crackle. Hey, Crackle. <laughs> yes. Yes. I saw a commercial for Crackle the other day, and I was like, really? Yeah. <laughs> We're still available, Crackle. You could have all this and more. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, crackle. Re- <laughs> a Crackle original? Yeah. We, we want nothing awesome. more than the Stab Show to be a Crackle original. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be great if you could get the Crackle Show sponsored by Crackle, the candy. Yeah. I mean. Oh, fuck. <laughs> That's synergy right there. <laughs> no. All right. Anybody that's got a line to, to crackle, get on the phone. Uh, <laughs> Alyssa, let's round out some bootlegging with your knockoff Star Treks. Yeah. So this is a VHS I found in a pilot. Uh, <laughs> and I found another one in a sheets. Crazy luck. Um, so it's called Star Truck. Uh Instead of an exciting science fiction show that follows a crew on a spaceship, this show follows a single Chevy Silverado pickup truck as it aimlessly floats through space, desperate to prove to the other meteorites and shit flying around through space that it's more like a rock than they are. Damn you. (laughs) I, again... I mean, we're just printing money here. Uh, I, <laughs> I could totally see uh, Star Truck as just uh, like an audio, uh, like audio book sort of an audio adventure that they audio have at log. those at those truck stops. You can get CDs of of like yes. audio adventures, and it's just a, <laughs> it's a trucker in space <laughs> fighting some alien fucks. Just trying to get his haul across the Milky Way before Christmas. <laughs> you guys have bastardized the truck story. <laughs> you guys have gotten out of control. This was about a singular truck. And it spiraled out to people, to goals, to challenges. They told him he yep. couldn't get it there in 12 parsecs. He'll show them motherfuckers just what this Silverado can do. 
As soon as I get some space bannies. <laughs> why would he be? Why would he be driving a Chevy Silverado and not a big rig? <laughs> it's your Chevy fault, Silverado. Silverado. <laughs> it's a Chevy Silverado that's towing a big rig because that's how much towing capacity. <laughs> How much torque? That much torque, motherfucker! I can't believe I laughed at some like that hard at something that's so terribly false. <laughs> yeah, but it would be in a commercial for a, a Silverado. I'm uh, there has to be a commercial for a Silverado towing some big rig, big rigs. Oh, I, for sure. Yeah. All right. We, that's God. not a thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is so good. Uh, segment three. Review it. All right. Lots of fun. Uh, you know what? You tell for yourself in a second. Uh, you need to warn people about it, about the terribleness of a thing. You need to celebrate and highlight the greatness of a thing. You need, for some reason, to just express general feelings about a thing. Review it. Tell the world your feelings about these specific things via the platform of these respective outlets. Pretty straightforward. Oh, well, um... <laughs> Speaking of our, our Silverado tangent, uh, Corey, <laughs> give us your car and driver review of a grilled cheese sandwich and a bowl of soup. Okay. <laughs> hey, guys. So I've been getting a lot of requests on here lately to try something called grilled cheese and soup. And at first I was like, what? But then I was like, hmm, okay. So that's what we're going to review this week. I guess I should start by saying that as both a car and a driver, I'm kind of a tough critic. If something is going to satisfy not only my combustible engine, but also the human digestive tract I have molded to my interior, it's got to be pretty balls. And I'm happy to report this dish was exactly what the mechanic ordered. It made me go yum yum and vroom vroom. If I'm being totally honest, the soup was a little too hot and fogged up my windshield. But to be fair, that is a me thing, since as I mentioned at the top of the video, I am a driver, but also a car. <laughs> but the grilled cheese was perfect. And I didn't even mind getting crumbs everywhere uh, while my glove box, which is also my mouth, was all like, om nom nom. So there you have it. If you're new here, don't forget to like and subscribe and tell me what you thought of this episode on Twitter with the hashtag Car people honk honk. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, for sure, an angle I wasn't expecting. So, <laughs> <laughs> this is what happens when you ask me to say anything about cars. <laughs> <laughs> I will file that away. <laughs> More car talk for Corey. <laughs> Thank you, Corey. Car and driver review of a grilled cheese sandwich and a bowl of soup is. Um, Eric. All righty. <clears throat> Let's hear your TripAdvisor review for a bed and breakfast in Mordor. Right. All right. <clears throat> so my husband, Rothan, and I were this <laughs> weekend getaway to get our minds off the fact that our son's severed head had been catapulted by orcs into the gates of Gondor. So... We looked at this nice little B&B just at the base of Mount Doom that seemed to have good enough reviews. If the place wasn't great, at least we'd have some nice scenic areas to walk around, hopefully get some nice hikes nearby. So we booked a room. 
big mistake. I should have known that it was a dud from the start. Right when we get there, we're presented with the stairs of Sirith Ungle just to get in. I explained calmly that my husband had a lobectomy last June due to his acute bronchitis, and he would never make it up those <laughs> he would never make it up those massive granite stairs. The attendant there, if I recall correctly, his name was Agook, then explained with no regard for our well-being that we would have to go to the main gate of Mordor 15 miles away and that we would have to wear cloaks that magically make us look like rocks to enter. So after an excruciatingly long journey on an uncomfortably large eagle to the gates of Mordor, we had to wait for two massive gray trolls to open the gates. When I calmly asked why it was taking so long, the attendant, I believe his name was Nargar, claimed that the trolls were on lunch and they would be back, quote, as soon as the light hit the eastern tower. Keep in mind that when we got there, the sun was barely reaching the southern tower. Absolute baloney. So... <laughs> <clears throat> so after an unpleasant wait, we finally reach our B&B &B at the base of Mount Doom. Believe me when I say this place was a dump. Now, I'm generally not picky, and I'm really easygoing and super great and cool to get along with. <laughs> Nobody's ever told me that, but I know that I am. But this was a step too far. First of all, from the moment we stepped in, it was like a sauna. I calmly explained that my husband was diagnosed with hypohydrosis last June, which means that he can't produce sweat normally and his body can't regulate its temperature in heat. But apparently there was no way to cool the room since the area under the ground was, quote, constantly on fire. So as I have done several times on various trips, I decided to constantly pour water on my husband's head throughout the entire night. And even though I had put up the do not disturb sign, a giant red eye in a tower seemed to be constantly peeking in on us. Naturally, I closed the curtains, but the eye then penetrated my mind and I felt as though I was in a weird gray windy world that existed on some plane between our world and his mind. <laughs> Far from five star accommodations. I calmly explained to the eye, keeping my unconscious hostage, that my husband was diagnosed last June with encopresis, also known as nocturnal diarrhea, and that if I wasn't there to put a cork inside of him, he would soil the pile of rocks we were sleeping on. The eye in the tower, if I recall correctly, his name was either Sauron or Kevin, simply turned me invisible, and I spent the night fighting off wraiths instead of tending to my husband's bowels. If you're looking to for a nice place to stay, I would recommend going to Fangorn Forest and getting eaten by a tree before a place like this. Poor accommodations, <laughs> terrible service, and the food was disgusting. Oh yeah, and they made us wear masks. One star. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Eric. Uh, TripAdvisor review, B&B &B in Mordor. I, uh, out of everything, um, there's two points. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I loved uh, uh, always emphasizing how she calmly explained. Because <laughs> that is the biggest keyword in any wonderful review for just shrilly shrieked. Uh, <laughs> I calmly explained. Oh, God damn it. Uh, wonderful. And also, uh, Corey, you have a very comfy ghost behind you. <laughs> 
I love that there there, there have been made mention of it in the chat. Wonderful. (laughs) Yeah, there was a Jacqueline sighting. (laughs) A fluffy, fluffy ghost. (laughs) It's not the fine you're not the kind you're gonna find in a bog. Um, call yeah, I, think uh, was, boom. I think it was more distracting that they were wearing the blanket. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I feel like Perhaps. the intention was very good. But, but, uh, You're right. It didn't make it like more subtle. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Oddly, if anything, it drew more attention to you. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Thank you, Eric. Uh, Alyssa. Okay. This is a long time coming. Let's let's hear your Angie's List review of Mr. Clean. All right. So I was having a hard time keeping up with cleaning as a busy mom of four and also a high-powered staff attorney at a cereal company. <laughs> I heard a lot of good things from my fellow high-powered staff attorneys about this Mr. Clean fellow. At first, I thought it would be weird to invite a strange man into my home. That's where my kids are. But also, I'm a busy lady, and Mr. Clean was suggested by the staff attorneys and Angie herself of Angie's List fame. The Angie from this website where I'm leaving this review. So Mr. Clean showed up at my door in a box, which was weird, I guess. But overall, just fine. I placed him inside the house and assumed he'd just do his work. After two hours... He didn't even come out of the box yet. I have to get you out of the box myself, I thought. He was worse than all the delicious breakfast I work with all day at my high-powered staff attorney job at the cereal company. They always want to be let out of their box, too. I, I talked to my coworkers about it. My coworkers said that I, quote, misunderstood that, quote, Mr. Clean is just a brand. He's not an actual guy. Well, I'm not going to take that. I'm not going to take that. I'm going to sue Mr. Clean for not handling my cleaning by hand as I expected. And I'm only giving two out of five stars on Angie. No, no, sorry. Excuse me. I'm only giving him two out of five Angie's on this Angie's List review. (laughs) And the two he's getting are because he at least showed up to my house in nice packaging. (laughs) Two out of five Angie's. (laughs) For Alyssa's Angie's List review. Of Mr. Clean. Slack ass slackery slack. <sighs> Get him out of his box. Blech. Yeah. We'll we'll see what he says about it in court. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Segment four. Battle rapping it. Didn't do this specifically because Eric was on the show. Uh, <laughs> Corey is also a very good battle rapper, and Alyssa's on the show too. You spit <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be bad. <laughs> You spit hot fire. The hows and whys mm-hmm. of how and why that is possible isn't important. Your spit, fiery hot. You use your weapons of lyrical flow and cutting observation to take down suckas and marks, respectively. So, melt the mic with your intense battle rap versus against the following foes. Corey Berenger, let's hear you take goodwill down a peg. Okay. Allow me to establish this as we begin. The premise of the bit is I'm your evil twin. Our mama had us both, but she only kept you because I bit her on the pussy while she was pushing me through. So with the goodwill, 
and I'm the bad Will. And I'm a school you like my name was Malcolm Gladwell. Because while you were sitting there with the willy all limp, I put 10,000 hours into being a pimp. <laughs> there it is. What more did you need? You didn't need a goddamn thing. Bad Will. <laughs> He's bad. He was very bad. <laughs> you don't bite your mom on the way out. That's bad, Bad Will. <laughs> it's rude. I think everybody would That's agree. how you get adopted. By someone else. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Corey. Battle rap and goodwill. Eric Barger. Yes. Your foe. You are battle rapping a C plus. Okay. (laughs) Got really abstract on this one. All right. I went a little crazy because I was really excited. I got a little I got a little beat. Here we go. Can you hear that beat? Yes. Okay, great. Oh, here we, here we, here we go. I was sitting at my desk when my test was returned. I'm looking horror at the grade that I earned. Uh, it was a C plus. I said, teach, you got to change this. She said, why? I said, C plus is the lamest. She looked at the test I had in my hand. She said, do you want a lower grade? I don't understand. I said, I'll explain, teach, because this is a must. About to go in hard on a C plus. Uh, First of all, let me go into the shape of a C. It looks like a booty that is missing a cheek. I mean, what the fuck is up with that shape? It looks like the letter O got fucked by a J. And speaking of OJ, I never drink orange juice. It's too rich with vitamin C. And I hate the letter C. I prefer the letter D. So it's only carrot juice for me. Uh. And don't get me started on a plus sign. Mathematics is a joke. Plus sign is the punchline. This stupid plus sign has got to go. You need two of them. Play tic-tac-toe. Honestly, a plus sign. What even is it? It looks like a T that isn't quite finished. When I'm adding up numbers, I don't want it in my vision. Call up Bell Biv DeVoe. I want new edition. C plus, you're the very worst grade. If you were a person, you would never get laid, which is ironic because you're next to a D. But compared to you, a D would rather get with a B. Not 75, not 76. It's like a 79. It don't belong in the mix. A 79 straight couldn't be dumber. It's 10 digits higher than my favorite number. If I could go back in history, change the past and shit, you know that I would fucking kill Pythagoras. He made the worst mistake in history. He figured out a way to make even more C. Fuck you and the Pythagorean theorem. Fuck triangles won't even get near them. A squared plus B squared equals C squared. Well, C's the only square that I see in there. Ugh. I'd also kill the guy who made the plus sign. His name was Robert Record. That's what it said online. He fucks. The plus sign's not good. It looks like a minus sign with morning wood. Ugh. I hate a plus and I hate a C. I hate C's so much I won't even eat the candy. C and plus together a straight whack. Flip them to the right and you got yourself a ball sack. So I said, teach, that's why I hate this grade. It can be lower, but it's gotta change. So she gave me an F and I didn't pass. And now I gotta retake that class. 
<laughs> Eric Barger <laughs> giving the shit to C plus. <laughs> Thank you, Eric. Fuck a C plus. Fuck triangles. Don't want to get near them. Don't want to get near them. Why I've never been to Egypt. <laughs> That's a bunch of big ass triangles leaning against each other. <laughs> True. <laughs> All right, Eric. Um, I do apologize, Alyssa. <laughs> 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 I knew. Uh, I knew if nothing else, Eric was going to come hard in the battle <laughs> rapping. So I'm sure you've got wonderfulness. You know what? We appreciate you very much, Alyssa. <laughs> no, thank you so much, uh, Alyssa. Give us your battle rap. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't, I don't really rap very well. I listen to a lot of screamo. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's hear you. So I basically just wrote a poem. <laughs> yeah, that's basically what rapping is. Let's hear, yeah. let's hear your poem. Yeah, okay. <laughs> against or you know however you wanted to take it. Uh, universal basic income. <laughs> it's, it's, it's against me, baby. <laughs> My name is Alyssa, and I'm here to say <laughs> that I like UBI in a fiscal policy way. <laughs> UBI is a salary from the government just for being alive. It's a way to cancel poverty so people can thrive. Big ideas, man. I don't know if you're ready. Mob spaghetti. Uh, <laughs> it's great if you want to switch jobs, do art or something academic, or maybe it's unsafe for you to work in the middle of a fucking pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> like it's from a pterodactyl drop that cash from the sky on our heads in thick stacks like it's teepee that's triple ply <laughs> i know you won't believe it but i'm not trying to be funny get off your ass congress start giving people money uh, yeah <laughs> yeah mom spaghetti that's gonna convince them yeah <laughs> if nothing else will oh god damn it so M good Mitch mcconnell's in the twitch chat right <laughs> <laughs> I, I did invite him. <laughs> oh, that was, text. that was so good. Thank you, all of you. That was wonderful. Uh, you, I, I don't deserve you. That was battle rapping it. Uh, <laughs> uh, and finally, oh, I know it's sad. I don't like it either. If I, I'll, you know what? I'll whip up a segment six real quick. Um, let, <laughs> no, let's just <laughs> no. Then you, it's easy for me to whip it up. Then you guys would have to write it. No, that's not fair. Uh, segment six, or <laughs> sorry, segment five. <laughs> segment five. Department of Tourism. Tourism, not the best racket to be involved in right now. Sure, but things will change. People will go places, and you want your place to be the place that people go to. Your wear has lots to offer the road-yearning traveler, so let them know all about it. As the new tourism director of the following places, let us know why we should want to come visit or live in the where you are. Corey Berenger, tell us why we should want to visit Cakelahoma. I want a tourist with a mind <laughs> like a diamond. I want a tourist who knows what's best. And what's best is Cakelahoma, the world's only city completely devoted to Sacramento's best alternative pop band, Cake. You might be thinking they should just rename Sacramento Cakelahoma. And while we definitely agree with you, sadly, Sacramento as a whole does not. 
That's why we had to build our city on a remote island some 80 miles offshore. But believe us, it's worth the distance. Feel like you're never there? You're never there? Well, stop feeling like that, silly, and come be there. And by there, we do mean Cake Lahoma. Cake Lahoma is not endorsed or supported in any capacity by the band Cake, both its members and associates. <laughs> Thank you, Corey Barringer. I knew there was a distinct possibility we could go in that direction. <laughs> <laughs> could have gone either way. Yep. Either way was satisfying, though. <laughs> You're never there. Go the distance to Cake Lahoma. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> Corey Barringer. Where can folk enjoy more Corey outside a stab? So you can uh, follow me on Instagram and Twitter, both at Hunky Corey. Um, and of course, I, I do the, the weekly show here at Stab, uh, 6 o'clock Dad Rock Talk, uh, every Thursday at 6. Um, that's pretty much it. And wherever else, you know, I might pop up on the internet as far as shows, most likely another Stab show. Uh, Pickens are slim. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's how I like it put. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Corey. Always a always a you, pleasure. Thank you for having me. Well done. Always always great. Eric Barger. Yes. Let's I got distracted over here. Oh yeah. Uh Department Tourism. Eric <laughs> This was literally the first thing I wrote for this episode. Uh <laughs> uh Eric, make us wanna come to but Momville. All right. <clears throat> Are you looking for fun, adventure, a place that will make your children appreciate all those other great vacations you've taken them on? <laughs> well, then come to beautiful But Momville. <laughs> In 1996, founder John Chunks was, according to the local stories, camping with his two children. When his children began to complain about the location he had chosen for their annual vacation, he threw down a marshmallow in frustration and yelled, I'll show you a bad vacation. And that's how But Momville was born. He vowed to make a city that was pretty adults, but absolute hell on earth for children. <laughs> that way, any future vacation they took seemed like a paradise compared to this epicenter of everyday routine and monotony. Why don't you start out the day with a great family activity, like one going to one of our many stunning parks? Our beautifully curated walking paths contain an informational plaque placed every two feet. <laughs> Honestly, we have more informational plaques than we do trees. And don't worry, Mom. It's all text and no pictures. And the information on it is just watered down enough that you'll be able to enjoy it while your children stand five feet ahead of you, clenching their fists in rage that you're constantly stopping. <laughs> and yes, we do have play equipment. But our genius city planners came up with the idea to equip each slide and swing set with an hornet's nest. <laughs> Try feeling fancy free while being attacked by angry hornets, kids. <laughs> After a day of mild fun, why not try going to some of our quaint local shops? But hold on. I know what you're thinking. Kids can have fun shopping, right? <laughs> Don't worry. We got you covered. To ensure that no child has an ounce of enjoyment, we've converted all of our stores to the place where childhood innocence goes to die. The Home Depot. 
That's right. Every single store is a Home Depot. We have malls filled with 30 different Home Depots. So you can sadly pretend like you're going to someday install that chandelier while your children look at the floor cleaners and which wonder which one would kill them fastest if they drank it. But hold on. I know what you're thinking. Children can have fun at the garden center at Home Depot with those tiny little cactuses. Well, that's why our genius city planners equipped each and every Home Depot garden center with an active hornet's nest. Hey, those cactuses aren't the only thing that are going to prick you, kids. Wow, a day of inhumane parenting sure can work up an appetite. Why don't you come to one of our award-winning local restaurants? <laughs> one of our most popular restaurants was started by a celebrity that will excite you, but not your kids. It's celebrity somewhat chef Joey Fatone. He, he opened a charming little cafe called Olives and Alcohol. One thing a kid can't have and one thing they won't. <laughs> Even adults with a somewhat childlike spirit will have a tough time finding a good meal here. And yes, we do have a kid's menu. But don't worry, once your kids flop, flip open, hopefully to that last page, they'll encounter nothing less than an active hornet's nest. <laughs> Try ordering chicken nuggets on the wrong side of an aggressive stinger, little Mikey. <laughs> So come on down to But Momville. Your children will leave with a renewed appreciation of literally anywhere in the world that is not this place. They'll also leave with a ton of hornet stings. So remember us next time your kids say, But Mom! <laughs> Thank you, Eric. Eric Thank Barger. You. But Momville. Uh, <laughs> Eric, where can other folk enjoy eric barger on the onlines mostly because they shouldn't see you in person right now uh great you can find me on instagram uh at uh it electric not it's electric uh if you go ahead and message it's electric for me tell her to um give me her account name <laughs> Um, and also, um, I will actually be releasing a, uh, comedy music album oh, on December 22nd. Uh, it is called Party Animal, a party songs by a guy you don't want at your party. Uh, and it is under the artist name EJB1, Eric James Barger the first. Nice. Um, and uh, it'll be available wherever you listen to your music. Holy shit. I didn't realize we got you in here just in time for a Christmas plug. <laughs> wow, it's a Christmas miracle. Totally not a coincidence that I was coming on something where I knew I would have to plug something. So I forced myself to release something. You know what? <laughs> If that's actually what happened, I couldn't be happier <laughs> that I, I forced you to finish a project. <laughs> that's wonderful. <laughs> oh, it's been finished. Oh. I've just been too nervous to put it out. Oh, no. Everybody's going to love it. Um, thank you, Eric. Uh, happy to have you. Good to see you. We'll have you back again real soon. Alyssa Cowan. Hi there. Hey. Hey, how are you? Um, Good. Where, besides like constantly and always and everywhere... Um, in such a wonderful way that meant that sounded bad at first. No, <laughs> <laughs> everybody loves the Alyssa Cowan. Where can they? Where can they get as much Alyssa as their belly can tolerate? <laughs> <laughs> you can uh, find me on Twitter. I'm at Alyssa Pants. Uh, I'm at alyssapants.com. That's the my website. Um, 
If you're looking for me on like Instagram, I don't have one, but follow Laugh Owens Laugh because that's the that's my uh, comedy vehicle that I put all the my comedy things in yeah. to drive somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> it's good to have a vehicle. Yeah, uh, so you could find Laugh Owens Laugh on all the things. I think I don't know most of the things. Sure. Well, yeah. and then uh, next week, the 19th, a, a, a not strictly summer camp Christmas show. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's, it's going to be great. Yeah, looking forward to it. It's my favorite. It's my favorite thing. It's so good. Uh, not, not, not BSing. I love uh, the summer camp show so much. So, Alyssa, let's close this out here <clears throat> with the final Department of Tourism. <laughs> I don't know if you read it the way I wrote it. Or the way I envisioned it, but uh, make us oh, pro- probably <laughs> make us want to come to the islands. <laughs> so I read it a little differently. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't know about this. Are you sure you want to travel? Oof. Yowza! Yikes! Oh man. Well, if you decide. To, you do want to leave your home, check out the <laughs> Islands. Here at the Islands, we make sure that every situation you walk into is uncomfortable or challenging to the point of yowza or, oh, gee, I don't know. And every shirt we have for sale here has a neck hole that's just slightly too small. <laughs> Awkward. <laughs> You'll love when you arrive and your Lyft driver is the boss you hated two jobs ago. And he just wants to reminisce about work during the entire 45-minute ride to the hotel. If you're lucky, he might even say something racist. Yikes! Enjoy a nice meal in our Michelin-rated car tire-themed restaurant where a couple sitting awkwardly close to you is breaking up and the waiter keeps looking at you and then at them and then at you and then at them as if to say, are you seeing this? Pretty crazy they're doing this so loud in public now, right? (laughs) And enjoy your beach bungalow that happens to be right next to that friend you made angry who doesn't speak to you anymore. You'll love it at Goo Island. And you know our motto. When we ask you if you like it here, you'll say, yeah, it's good. <laughs> oh, I'm so glad you read it that way. <laughs> <laughs> oh, stab is over. I hope you've got your rations. And remember, open the door for no one. Unless that someone is one of tonight's panelists. One more time for Corey Berenger. Eric Barger and Alyssa Cowan. If you need some listen snack food for the next three weeks, why not ear nibble on the 244 other episodes of The Stab Show that you can find wherever you find podcasts, be it Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or Podknife. Or if it's that live personal connection you're craving, just be sure to join us here on Stab Comedy Theater TV every Thursday night at 8 p.m. for the Stab Show, loose and sassy, just like you like it. Thank you again for joining us tonight. I've been Jesse Jones, and you've been warned. Whatever happens next is on you, Jack. Good night!